the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, Pastor, doesn't science disprove the Bible? Isn't Genesis just a fairy tale? Is God for real? Did he really create everything in six literal days? Didn't God just use the Big Bang? Why is there death and suffering? Did really believe the Bible? Didn't man evolve from apes? For answers to these questions and more, stand by for Believing the Bible. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Dr. Carl Williams and our producer, Ed Salzadel, all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Ran across an article in the ICR Acts and Facts, which incidentally I would recommend one. It's a great free periodical put out now just about every other month by ICR. And the article was titled, The Five Rules of Global Flood Paleontology. And I wanted to get this group's reaction to this. It was written by Dr. Jeffrey Tompkins of ICR. But what it was quoting from was a lot of the work of Dr. Timothy Cleary, the head of the ICR column project with ICR. First rule of global flood paleontology. Sudden appearance. Creature kinds appear suddenly in the rock record with no evidence of evolutionary ancestors. Why would that be specific to or have more meaning for a creation biologist or a creation paleontologist or for the biblical account? Well, it it would essentially be in contradistinction to the evolutionary idea that we started with simple cells, whatever that might be, and gradually became multicellular to invertebrates, to vertebrates, to plants and birds and everything else we see, gradually, which in the evolutionist minds, that means every layer should have a gradual increase in the complexity of the life forms found, which is not what we see at all. And if we were to believe in a creation-based... Keep going. Then we should see, if we believe in a creation-based worldview, then we should see all the creatures all at once and not have any transitional forms, which is exactly what we find in the various rock layers, regardless of whether you start at the bottom or all the way at the top. You know, what you have is two competing worldviews. If the evolutionary worldview were correct, then what we should find is unbelievable variety of species, etc., that show development all through mm-hmm. uh, the rock strata. Or you have the biblical worldview where God created, created them whole, created them complete, and they should simply appear in the rock strata. That is one of the huge problems for the evolutionary community is the Cambrian explosion, as it's called, shows that suddenly every major body form on the planet appeared at one time. That's, right. a, that's the biblical story in right. a nutshell. It is not evolutionary. Two, rule two, stasis. Fossil creatures look similar to living counterparts as well as fossil counterparts buried later, 
later with no evidence of evolution. And we see that uh, illustrated with the coelacanth. The coelacanth is a very beautiful fish, very elegant fish with what looks like or has been interpreted by the evolutionists to be proto-legs and was thought to be the transition form between the primordial fish and the land-dwelling animals and was thought to have been extinct for hundreds of millions of years until off the coast of Madagascar in 1938, I believe, a fresh one was found. Swimming around without any legs, without any proto-legs, just with fins. No leg material whatsoever. So that's the sort of thing that uh, this stasis rule demonstrates, is that the coelacanth, if we use the evolutionist ideas, has stayed the same for hundreds of millions of years. Why would that be if there's truly evolution going on? And this isn't an outlier. We have found horseshoe crabs that are dated hundreds of millions of years that are exactly the same as today. Dragonflies, exactly the same as today. Shrimp that are exactly the same as today. If evolution is marching forward, then you should have a lot of differentiation and you shouldn't see the stasis we're seeing. Uh, Rule three, marine mixing. Land creatures are found mixed and buried together with marine creatures. And certainly, even in the, the famous Dinosaur National Park, Dinosaur uh, Graveyard, that's in the uh, western United States, over, scattered over several states in the western area, western continental United States, there are marine creatures stuck in about the various dinosaurs, and the dinosaurs are buried by big old groups of a certain type, of various kinds of dinosaurs, all in the same area. So it looks like maybe herds of various dinosaurs were trying to escape something. Like maybe, I don't know, a tsunami or two or three yeah. or a billion? Yeah. Again, we go back to the two competing worldviews. If the rock strata was built over eons mm-hmm. and it has been by slow deposition, then what you should see is whatever biome, whatever land group or water group that was over that land when it was settled, etc., But you should only see one biome set. You should not see a mixing of both land and sea creatures and that type of thing. When you see this mixing, it is very indicative and what we would expect if there had been a worldwide flood. Mm -hmm. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Dr. Carl Williams and Ed Salzadale. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Today we're talking about the five rules of global flood paleontology. The fourth rule, burial by ecological zonation. As the floodwaters steadily progress from the oceans onto land, there's a corresponding representation of ecosystem burial. Now in one way that sounds like it's a little different from what we just said because we have the mixing of marine creatures and land creatures. But let me describe what's really found in the strata. What you'll find is that at a lowest level, you have marine creatures that are buried. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Then you have this mixing of marine creatures with coastal and tropical creatures. Well, that's as the at the start of the flood as the waters moved on to land. Then we have inland ecosystems combined with marine and water and water systems. Again, that's the progression of the water as The flood continued and continued and continued even into upland ecosystems. Why would this even be important? It demonstrates what the worldwide flood would have done. 
And we see from even flume studies done in Colorado State University that the mixing of various material, like rocks and so forth, that's as a ground up, is going to layer out in, in very discrete layers. The marine creatures, as they come in and get mixed in with this layering, is also going to get mixed in with whatever land creatures they are buried on top of. So as the worldwide flood occurred, there's still waxing and waning of the tides. So there's going to be times where the land is momentarily dry, or at least not covered with water, where the land creatures that are still alive are trying to, to beat feet uphill. And then the, the next tsunami comes along with whatever sea creatures are carried with it. And then that next batch of land creatures get buried along with their sea creature, I guess, detritus, yeah. <laughs> if you will, all at the same time. The fifth rule is recent burial around 4,500 years ago. That's a creationist assumption based upon the time of the flood shows soft tissue and biomolecules are found in fossils in all flood strata. One of the great stunning mysteries for the evolutionary community at this point is how have we found over 40 dinosaur fossils which have soft tissues within them. You simply can't have DNA, soft tissues, and biomolecules preserved and sticking around for 65 to 220 million years. That's correct. And you're mostly talking about uh, Dr. Schweitzer's landmark article that came up from the early 2000s, late, late 1990s, where she was lambasted by the mainstream evolutionists for even showing that there was soft tissue within the fossils. But hers was not the first. There were several articles published but buried in various evolutionary articles, as many as 200 different biomolecules that had been published in various articles, various journals over the years that started probably in the, I think it was in the 70s, but at certainly as early as the 80s and up to the present, where we have these soft tissues, usually collagen, and sometimes, forget the other molecule, but mostly collagen was found in these different fossils. So, yeah, how could these things, how could proteins be preserved for millions of years? It just boggles the mind. Yeah. You know, there's a question that gets asked to me in seminars all the time. What about human remains in the flood strata? And we don't, for the most part, find human remains buried along with the coelacanth and all of this other stuff in the flood strata. But, a, but the biblical worldview of paleontology has a great answer for that. If this flood was progressive, if it didn't hit in one day, if it took 150 days to reach its summit, as the Bible says, what did the humans do when this flood started to come? They'd be beating feet uphill. They went up land, as we also have seen evidence that the dinosaurs did, etc. Well, so they would have died, but they would have died late as the flood progressed. Well, okay, so they're buried on top in terms of this. What happens as the mountains rise, and God now pushes the land back up out of the waters. Then the water that's on the continent is going to go rushing off into the oceans. So it's, water tends to go downhill for some reason, yeah. and along with it will go millions of cubic miles worth of dirt and whatever fossils are buried in the upper layers. So if you were to find these human remains from before the flood, you would find them out to sea you would find them buried deep within these type of things. Incidentally, there's another evidence that goes along with this. 
if this is all true, if this biblical narrative of what occurred with the flood is all true, then what we should find, and we've got another episode that we've done on this before, we should find huge amounts of deposition off the continents, which have run off from the great rivers and the great basins that we see on the sides of the coast. And when we look in the deep waters, guess what we find? Exactly that. We recommend that you check out Terry Reed's book on his website at Why Should You Believe? You can get access to a whole range of Dr. Carl Williams' books on Christian historical fiction on Amazon.com. And we also recommend Scott Lane's new book, What If God Wrote the Bible, which is available on Amazon, Bards and & Noble, and everywhere else. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger in Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzwell, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.